Hey friends, welcome to Living the KG Life, a pixie dust-filled podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking all about working from Disney. So stick around, it's going to be great. Welcome to the newest segment of the Living the KG Life podcast, Working from Disney. And in staying true to this segment, I am actually recording this episode from my room at Disney's All-Star Sports Resort because I have actually been working this past week from the Orlando area. Now, before we jump into actually talking about the content for this particular episode, I want to make one distinction really clear just to make sure there's no confusion around the segments. So this new segment, Working From Disney, is going to be talking about if you are a remote employee or you work in a hybrid work environment or you just have the ability to work from anywhere, how you can work from Disney. Tips, things to think about, great places to do that. Versus we do also have backstage magic. Now, backstage magic focuses on working at or for Disney. So if you're a cast member or you're a former cast member, that is where we'll be talking all about working for the mouse versus what we'll be talking about, which is working at Disney. So let's jump right in. Now, just some context background for me. We have always been able to work remotely or from home. And honestly, I didn't really take advantage of working other places. I just worked from home when I needed to, wanted to, whatever the case may be. But over the last two years or so, I've really tried to, when it was safe, when it was possible to work in other places. A lot of my teammates have moved or been traveling a lot. So we also kind of like had this culture where people were doing it a little bit more often So between that and then another big piece for me was run Disney. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. So I figured out what really works for me personally when I'm going to come down here and work from Disney. And that's, I think, one of the most important pieces to start off this episode is to really think about why and when you're going to be working from Disney. For example, let's start off with this week for me. I actually came down here for a work conference that was over at the Orange County Convention Center. So it wasn't really super close to Disney, but I knew, okay, there's a conference in Orlando. There's no way I'm going to miss that and not have an opportunity to, you know, hop into the parks or go eat at some of the places that I really enjoy down here. It'll give me some extra time in the parks. So I actually stayed over by SeaWorld, which is very close to the conference center that we were at, because that's what made the most sense for this particular trip. So when I was booking it, I said, okay, I'm going to, the conference was Sunday to Wednesday, and then I'll just extend my trip, take a couple days out of office, and Thursday, Friday, I'll spend in the parks. I was very lucky and able to get a Guardians of the Galaxy annual pass holder preview, so I'm doing that tomorrow. I will be talking, I'm sure, about that. Spoiler free, of course, and let you all know how that goes. It made it so easy to say, okay, The first half of the trip is going to be at the conference center over by SeaWorld, really work-related. If I can hop over and do the parks at all at night, I will, but now I know I'm going to tack on two extra nights that I'm going to stay and go to Disney. So that's number one. If you have a reason to be down here and you can make it work, awesome. Another way that I've come down here and worked that I actually really enjoyed and will 100% be doing more often is around the race weekends. 
Now, the reason I want to call that out is because race weekend trips, if you have not gone and done a run Disney trip yet, they are different than a regular Disney vacation. You have to get up super early. You have to make sure you're eating and hydrating and all of these things to make sure that you physically feel good to get up at three o'clock in the morning and go run a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon, a challenge, whatever it is that you're running. So your mindset is a little bit different on those trips. So what I've done for a couple of trips is actually come down a couple days early, worked from my resort, and then taken only a couple days off for the race weekend. So it made it a little bit easier to like come down here, get settled, get in the right mindset, still be working, and then again, be able to go out at night, hit the parks, hit the restaurants, but then still be ready to go and hit the race weekend. My most recent trip before this current one that I'm down here now on was for the springtime surprise. So that was the end of March and beginning of April. And that trip was, I think, the first full, like, I'm going to work remote from Disney and then do a race weekend. So what I did was, this was actually my first DVC trip as well. I had a whole bunch of firsts that trip, which was really fun. And something else to think about is not only why you're going down or when you're going down, but also where you're going to stay and how that can impact why and when and how you work. So in talking to Jimmy, where I was like, this, here's my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work for a couple of days. I'll take time off starting Thursday so I can go to the expo. I'll have the races and then I'll be good to go. And Jimmy actually had this great idea and he's like, well, why don't you stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge and get a Savannah view. And we were talking about it. I was like, wow, that's brilliant because I feel like for so long I've been a park person where I'm like, I'm going to get the you know, least expensive room. I don't spend time in the room. I really just in there to like shower and sleep. And then I leave, spend most of the day, you know, out of the parks or at the restaurant. So I don't really put too much, I don't want to say maybe too much effort, but kind of like I don't push too much effort into the room, which is why I've always really loved the value resorts because I can then take that money and put it towards experiences or merch or dining or whatever it is that I want to do. However, with this being one, a DVC trip, so I was going on points and two, I knew I was going to be working. So I was going to be in the room for the entire day. <laughs> this was a perfect opportunity for me to book a Savannah view and it was awesome. I cannot recommend enough. If you are going to work from down there, if you have the ability, make sure you book a room that you're going to feel comfortable working in and that you're going to be feel comfortable spending the entire day in. That I would say is like number one biggest tip. If you take only one thing away from this whole episode, it's that make sure you book a room that you'll be comfortable in working for the entire day. Now, it was great because I was in a one-bedroom Savannah View room at Animal Kingdom Lodge, Kidani Village. So I had like a dining room table. I had a booth seat. I was able to close the bedroom door and kind of, you know, close off that <laughs> area of the room. But I also had this beautiful view outside. So if I was just doing kind of like heads down work, I was able to like, you know, sit out on the balcony and enjoy the Savannah View. Versus if I booked a Savannah view and I was still going to be in the parks all day long, I'm not really enjoying the time and the animals and the beauty that is those rooms. So shout out to Jimmy because that was a brilliant plan and it was awesome. So I had two full days working from Kidani Village. Then I moved over to Saratoga Springs. 
And this day was a little bit tricky, which is going to be another tip that I would say to consider if you're going to be working from the resorts and it's going to be a split stay or if you're going to be working on a travel day. You also want to make sure you know where in the resort you're going to work. So when I got to Saratoga Springs, my room wasn't ready, so I couldn't work in my room yet. (laughs) But when I checked in, I said, is there any place that I can take a couple meetings before my room is ready? And they said, yep, we have this quiet room you can work from. We usually ask people to, you know, spend about 30 minutes. But really, if no one comes knocking, you can just kind of hang here until you're good. So that was really great because I had a dedicated quiet room off to the side. No one bothered me. I was able to take my meetings. And then by the time my last meeting was done, my room was ready. So That's going to be something important to know as well when you do figure out which resort you're going to work from that you know where you're going to work. If your room is not ready, what are your options? Where can you go? What kind of work are you going to be doing? Because if it's heads down work and you're not going to be super distracted, you know, you can sit at the pool, you could sit at the cafeteria or in a lounge area in the lobby. That is one of the biggest benefits, I think, of working from a Disney resort is there are so many places and spaces that you can work from. So definitely next biggest tip is to know where you're going to be working from when you do get there. So let's talk about things to consider, things to know when you are thinking about working at Disney. Then we'll kind of wrap it up with more of the, the pros, the exciting parts, the like 10 out of 10 recommend. Here's why you should do it. So like we are just talking about, you want to make sure that you know where you're working from and really like what your workday is going to look like. So if you have a lot of meetings, you're going to be on Zoom or you have maybe some interviews or a webinar or whatever the case may be, you want to make sure you know what your schedule looks like so you can sit or find the appropriate place to work from. Because if you're in a standard room, which I am right now, it's just the standard room at the Value Resort, there's two beds, there's really just a small table. Technically, you could work from there, but like the chair is not super comfortable. Not always great to work from a bed. So you want to make sure you have the space that you need and you'll feel, again, comfortable to work there. The other thing is you want to make sure you know what your background is going to look like. So for me, I'm on meetings almost all day long on Zoom. So I need to make sure I have either like a decent background or you can always use the great trick of using a Zoom virtual background to kind of hide anything uh, behind you. For example, your luggage or if maybe you're coming with other people, whether it's family, friends, and people are taking up space or beds have been claimed, whatever the case may be, you just want to make sure that you have a clean background on your Zoom. And on top of that, if you're not going to work from the room, you want to make sure that you're not distracted, right? So if you've been to Walt Disney World, you know it is almost always busy. (laughs) It's almost always busy. There's lots of noise because, I mean, you could work from the pool. They have tables with umbrellas. You could definitely carve out a little space in a lobby or if they have the little kind of cafeteria type areas, you could, you know, grab one of those booths or a table and sit there. But you want to make sure you're not going to be distracted, It can be loud. There's lots of talking. There's lots of people moving around. There's a potential for a lot of distraction, whether it's sound or people, just something you want to think about as well. If it's something where you're like, no big deal. It's kind of like heads down work. I can deal with the noise. I can deal with the ambiance, the vibe, then you're good. But if you need to be focused or it's an important meeting or again, like an interview, you want to make sure that you can focus on what you need to focus on. 
So definitely keep that in mind. One, the space that you're going to be in, whether it's in your room or somewhere out in public, what's behind you, what's around you, what's comfortable, and then what could potentially be either a distraction to you or other people that you're in the meeting with. But really, I would say those are almost like the biggest things to consider. I wouldn't say they're really a con by any means, but definitely things to be like, okay, I want to be aware of that. And again, knowing that if you're getting in early or let's say it's like a half travel, half work day, if your room's not ready, you need to have a plan of where you're going to work. That was definitely something that was a little bit more stressful for me when I was going from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Saratoga Springs because in my head, I was like, yeah, I'll just work half the day, one resort, and then I'll hop over and work the afternoon in the other resort. And then when I got there, I was like, oh, I did not have a plan for my room was not ready early. So that is definitely something to keep in mind. There are so many great benefits and exciting things about working from Disney. So let's talk more about that. Like I said, I this week am down here for a work conference and it just happened to be hosted in Orlando. So this trip is kind of, they'll happen every once in a while, but there's not always going to be a reason for me to come down here for work. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting, and again, I didn't really think about it until I was talking to other people, was there are so many conferences that happened in Orlando. I think there was two or three additional conferences to the one that I was here for. I actually ran into a friend at Logan who's going to a different conference. The person next to me on the plane was going to another conference. Some of the people that I had talked to, whether going to the same conference as me or at different conferences, was a lot of people didn't know what else they could do in the area. And that was such a bummer to me, which is actually what sparked the idea of having this whole segment where I was like, wow, so many people could be coming down to Orlando for a work conference, a work trip, or maybe they just want to come and work remote and then have the ability to be close to Disney. This is going to be a really fun segment that we can talk about. And again, especially because I'm going to be doing it more often, I can share kind of my tips, what works for me, what really does not work for me so that you can plan and try it out yourself. I would say one of the things to really look into, so with these big kind of conferences, right? Normally they try to keep everybody at the conference as engaged as possible, both in the conference content, but also just kind of building this really great experience around the conference as well. So I would say, Make sure if you're coming to a conference in Orlando, you check the agenda, check the plan, check the schedule, check the booklets and programs that they give you, because I would bet that there's going to be some kind of networking event somewhere in the area. For us this week, we had an incredible networking night at Universal Studios. They actually rented out all of Islands of Adventure, and we were able to kind of roam free for like three hours. It was from like 7.30 to 10.30 We had food, we had drinks, the rides were open, asterisk, weather permitting, which we did run into, but we were able to ride VelociCoaster, we were able to get on Hagrid's, and just being able to walk around without it being this shoulder-to-shoulder crowd is so nice, very similar to like an after-hours event at Disney World or or one of the parties, just that vibe, that ambiance is so nice to have, so Make sure if you're coming down for a conference or any kind of like work hosted event, check and see if there is some kind of networking or like event being hosted. It could be at Disney. It could be at Universal. It could be at Disney Springs. There are so many options available. So make sure you keep your eye out for those. 
And keep in mind too that if you come down, let's say you're like, okay, I want to put together something for my coworkers. We don't necessarily want to go to the theme park. There's so much that you can do down here. Whether it's Disney Springs you want to go to, go to a restaurant, you could go to a show at House of Blues. There's a lot you can do. And something that I think a lot of people forget, and I feel like we try to talk about this on the podcast whenever possible, is that the restaurants at resorts, you don't have to be staying at the resort to eat there. So find a great spot that you could make a reservation for. And maybe if you're a Disney person, your coworkers aren't, you can kind of show them a different side of Disney. That again, it doesn't have to be at the parks. You can still have a great time, get a little Disney magic in on your work trip and bring it home with you. Now, like I mentioned, one of the things that I really appreciate actually about working at the resorts, I've worked from the value resorts. I've worked from now some of the deluxe resorts with DVC. There are so many places and spots to work from at these resorts. You can work in your room. You can work in a public space. You can work in this always kind of like these little nooks and crannies that you can find around your resort that are, for the most part, probably pretty quiet, especially during the day where the majority of people are probably at the parks. You can definitely find some quiet space. Or, you know, if you're going to put on some headphones, it's going to be a little bit quieter anyway. So really, there's a ton of different places you can work from. Again, if you want to sit and work by the pool, you want to work in the calf, buy all the snacks, you can do that. I think one of my other favorite parts about being able to work from Disney is, and I actually just did a fun reel kind of alluding to this this week as well, where you literally can just close your laptop and you're on vacation, right? So you can just close your laptop and head out to the parks, maybe change your accessories of your outfit and you're good to go, or maybe even head down to a restaurant that you really like or that you wanted to try. When I stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge, I had been dying to try Sanaa and being able to work and then literally just close my laptop, freshen up, put on some ears, and then head down and have this incredible dining experience right downstairs was perfect. I think that alone sold me <laughs> on really trying to map out and plan out where I want to work from, how I want to do it, what restaurants are around, really almost almost scheduling and planning like the rest of your vacation. So keep that in mind too. Like how quickly do you want to be able to flip that switch and be in vacation mode? Because you can definitely do it. For example, this week on Monday, Magic Kingdom was open till 11. And I was like, okay, this is going to be perfect. So I went to the conference for the day, went to all my sessions, came back to the hotel, did a little bit more work, closed my laptop, freshened up, put on some ears and off it went to Magic Kingdom. That's another piece to think about in kind of like that planning phase of like, are there extended hours that the park is open late? Are there parties that you could get a ticket to? There are so many great ways to find opportunity to not impact your work day and still have fun down at the parks. And really the nights at the parks are great. Whether it's just a regular night that it's open a little bit later, there's extended hours, there's after hours, there's parties. You will have just as much fun going to the parks at night, sometimes even more fun going to the parks at night, <laughs> uh, especially at some of those events than you would during the day. So you're really going to get your time's worth. Sometimes the crowds are a little bit lower, especially at those events, the crowds are a lot lower. And again, you can have a great dining experience as well. When I went to Magic Kingdom on that Monday, I went and had dinner at Liberty Tree Tavern. I had never eaten there before. And then I was able to head over to Splash Mountain went on Big Thunder Mountain, and then just kind of cruised my way back out of the parks, and it was perfect. Couple hours, quick little trip, grab in a couple rides, grab some good food, 
And then on the other side, depending on how flexible your work hours are, you might also say, you know what, KG, that's all well and good, but I would actually prefer to be in the parks during the day and work at night. So if you're able to flex your hours and shift and work later in the day, you could go to a park like Animal Kingdom that's actually open pretty early and actually do the parks in the morning or for like half the day and then work later at night or in the afternoon or spend a pool day. If it's going to be warm in the morning, maybe raining in the afternoon, hashtag Florida, you could say, okay, I'm going to spend the morning in the pool, have a little vacation time and then work later in the afternoon at night. So again, lots of options of like how you can utilize your resort and pair it with working to have fun. Another type of trip that I think this really works for, and I mentioned this a little bit in the beginning of the episode, is for the Run Disney Race Weekends. Now, the reason I say that is I've done this for quite a few Run Disney trips now where I have either extended my trip or I've been able to kind of work around the race weekend. And this is something that I plan to do actually in the future, especially because this upcoming Run Disney season, so November 2022 to April 2023, fingers crossed my hope, my plan is to get to all four race weekends. So in order for me to do that, especially like they're all on a pretty close timeline, if I come down and I work for a couple days, I'll still be able to like, you know, hop over to the expo or go to the parks later at night and then just take the days off for the races that I need. So that's a really great benefit as well, really just extending your trip. Or even if you just maybe wanted a little bit more time to yourself down here, you can do that as well. And the, the great part about that is you can actually do that on either end. So I've been trying to think about, especially now that I'm starting to add in a lot of these longer distances, sometimes the thought of <laughs> hopping on a plane after having run one or even multiple races in a weekend I don't necessarily want to hop right on a plane. Maybe I do want to work from here and again, kind of extend my trip a little bit, work during the day, parks at night, vice versa, but building in some of that additional rest time as well so that your turnaround time coming home doesn't have to be as fast. And then, like I said, on the flip side, if you wanted to come down sooner is it allows you to kind of get settled, right? Whether it's your first race, your hundredth race, nerves are still a thing, early mornings are still a thing. It allows you to kind of come in and kind of get into a routine as well, which is really nice and important for race weekends. Making sure that you're properly hydrated, you're eating right. Maybe you're getting in some walks and runs before your races. It really gives you the opportunity to build in that time that you may need to feel prepped and ready to go. So let's do a quick recap and things to consider. So pros of working from Disney are you can extend your trip on the front end, on the back end, whether it's a race weekend or a family trip, a friend trip, allows you to give yourself time on the beginning or end of your trip, add in some additional time. You have so many places and options to work from and have a shift in scenery, have a little bit more sunshine. For someone like myself living in the Northeast, I love to come down here in the winter, even in the fall or the spring when it hasn't really had a chance to get warm yet. Sometimes it's nice to just change it up and actually have a little bit of that Florida sunshine. The ability to just close your laptop, close your phone, take your headphones off, and boom, you're on vacation. Being able to build that time in can help you to recharge and feel re-energized so quickly. That, I would say, is one of like the top pros of being able to work from a vacation spot. You have the ability to spend, again, mornings or nights if you're able to flex your hours. You can just kind of add in that park time as needed where you feel the best. You can dine at some of your favorite places, whether it's at a resort or in the parks. 
And again, just give yourself the ability to do it a little bit more often. And if it's at a resort you're staying at, you can hop down for breakfast, lunch, or dinner and have a really great dining experience throughout your workday. So really the final piece is the flexibility. The flexibility to add that magic in wherever you see fit, however you see fit, and bring it when you need it. And then so let's also recap quickly the things to consider or like, don't forget about this because you'll, you'll want to remember it. Make sure you're looking at the space that you're going to be working in. So where you're going to be working from, whether it's your room or outside, the cafeteria, a lobby or a quiet little nook somewhere and be prepared for distractions. Be prepared for a little bit of noise and just have a plan. You might say, hey, I don't really get distracted or the noise doesn't really bother me. Or if I'm going to put on music with my headphones, I'm not going to hear it anyway. That's great. So keep that in mind for the, the distraction for you, but again, also your backgrounds and what might be distracting to folks if you're on meetings or on Zooms as well. And again, just have a plan. And the last piece that I would say is really important and something that I really feel like we don't talk about enough, especially in this new work and hybrid environment, is that it can be hard to disconnect. And this is, again, I think where like that preparation and planning comes in. You want to make sure that you are able to, when you do close your laptop, turn your phone off, take your headphones off, that you are actually able to turn work off. Make sure you're really giving yourself the opportunity, if you're working from here, to really add in that magic, right? Whether it's before work, after work, days off, whatever the case may be, make sure you're truly disconnecting and like fully jumping in where you're able to. That can be very challenging. Sometimes like those lines can be blurred. And I think a lot of us have experienced that over the last two years working from home full time is it can be very hard to disconnect. Same thing when you start to blur the lines between vacation and work. So it's really important to make that clear distinction of I'm going to work until X time or I'm going to move from this place to this place and really trying to hold yourself accountable so that you can still enjoy the magic of being down here or anywhere of any Disney park that you go to, any Disney resort that you go to, just really make sure that you're taking advantage of the time and the ability to add the magic into your trip. Again, if you're able to do it, it is so incredibly fun. I'm going to be doing it more often. Shout out to my team if they're listening. They know I'm going to be down here a lot more often whenever I'm able to, because it really has been so nice to really have that almost like built-in refilling of the pixie dust, if you will. Shout out to the uh, Disney transportation buses. If you know, you know. Keep that in mind. It's going to be a great way for you to recharge, a great way for you to be energized as you head back into your workday, maybe the next day or coming back the following week. I will definitely be sharing lots more around my work from Disney trips. So if you have any questions, send them over to me. Let me know if there are specific maybe places you want us to look at. When we do our resort reviews, I'm going to start adding those in there too of in the resort review, is this a good place to work from? Yes or no? Why or why not? So if you have any specific either resorts or things like that that you want us to take a look at, lots to come on that front. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at living the KG life. That's where you'll see all of the fun and magic from our trips but you'll be able to get a sneak peek of what our next episodes will be. And you want to make sure that you have subscribed on your favorite streaming platform. We have new episodes dropping every Monday, and we are so excited to continue to bring more episodes, more segments, and as much magic as we possibly can to you each and every week. So stick around. It's going to be great.